Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to Melbourne Rectangular Stadium. It's great to have you with us for the post-game show here on Optus Sport. And if you're tuning in via the Optus Sport football podcast as well, we have just witnessed the most incredible performance from the Matildas. 4-0 victors over Olympic champions Canada to clinch their spot in the round of 16. Tanya Oxtoby, Joe Montemuro and Chloe Legazzo are here. As we say, the celebrations continue sideline. T, the girls have just danced their way off the pitch to who runs the world? Girls. And that is exactly what it feels like in this moment. Yeah, there's some dubious dance moves going on back there. <laughs> but um, look, they, they're enjoying the moment. The crowd's been with them the whole sort of 90 plus minutes. And credit to them, you know, lap it up, soak it up. Um, backs against the wall. Performance was needed and they, they came to fruition. So they should enjoy it. You can see the freedom, the relief the joy in this moment, Chloe. The pressure has been immense throughout the week after the opening two games of this tournament. Today, we saw what the Matildas can do. Hopefully they continue that. We have seven more days until the next game. So I'm looking forward to seeing how they recover and they need to ride off exactly what they came for. These last couple of days in their games, it's been hard for them. So they needed this mentally to be able to carry them through to the, to the quarterfinal. Plenty of pressure on the boss, Tony Gustafsson, in the lead-up to this game. He caught up with Mark Schwarzer just a moment ago. Tony, congratulations. An amazing performance. You finished top of the group. How good is that? I said amazing performance. You finished top of the group. How do you feel about that performance tonight? Proud and privileged to be part of a, an event like this. Just look at the fans. Look at the way they carry the team tonight. So every single fan out there, thank you. And then the players, there's something special about this group. I hope coaches out there get to experience what I have experienced the last three days, because it's unique. When the Matildas have their back against the wall, they generally deliver. Tonight was one of those performances, wasn't it? In the press conference yesterday, uh, someone asked us, is this a legacy-defining moment for this team? Is this a crossroad moment? And yes, it was, but we didn't shy away from it. And these players, the way they performed tonight, and then all the talks about Sam and not available or available and, and all the noise outside and the way the yes went out there, folks play the game, stay true to who they are, the pressing game, the attacking game. We beat Canada Olympic champion 4-0 in a do or die game. A lot of amazing performances out there tonight. Hayley Rasso was one of them. She scored two goals, could have scored a hat-trick. What impressed you most about her performance? The way they embraced the occasion and she encapsulated the never say die attitude as anyone else. Like, Give it 100, be true to who she is, always give it 100, whether it's tracking back and defending, running in behind the back line, but still stay composed in front of goal. And we spoke about that. The Nigeria performance was much better than people said it was, but we didn't convert. But today we did, today we did. Four goals, and then we cleaned up some defensive mistakes as well. And now you're through to the knockout stages, top of the group. How quickly things can turn around and how confident are you now going forward? We need to be humble now, embrace this tonight, Yes, for sure, but then the boring coach says recovery, recovery, recovery. Then the knockout stage starts, but let's keep backing this team, keep believing in it, get behind them, and 
then we get going in the round of 16. Congratulations and well done. Enjoy the night. Thank you. Thanks. It came together out in the middle tee and we saw in an attacking sense the Matildas create opportunities but also convert them. Yeah, I thought they were clinical, in particular in the first half. I thought Canada had a lot more possession than they did, but they didn't do anything with it. Um, and, you know, the Matildas, when they won the ball back, were dangerous, in particular down that left and on the right-hand side when Ashley Lawrence went forward, they exposed that space. Credit to them at the end of the day. Um, you know, they were clinical in the first half, came out in the second half and got the really important goal as well was needed. And, uh, yeah, the rest is history. This was a moment where the VAR was consulted, but we also saw that danger all night long down that left edge, Joe. Yeah, look, it's a classic, uh, you know, Steph and uh, Caitlin sort of move. Uh, one goes inside, one goes outside, and they go, they go. It's sort of an, I suppose, an inside-outside run, if you want to call it. It's just so, it's so, it's so potent. But to do that, you need to prepare that. And what I liked about it is that, as I said, there wasn't much sophistication to their play. It was, a, it was just a, a very, very compact defensive shape. Didn't drop off, stayed quite compact. But one that, when they won the ball, there was, some, there was some good movement going forward, but also that final pass. They took a little bit longer and they found the final pass. I thought they did a fantastic job at nullifying Quinn as well in the first half. And the, the two strikers sat and, and blocked the passing lane. The only time that Quinn got on the ball was actually in front of the, um, the front two. And she didn't really cause that many problems. And she, she's important to Canada in terms of the way that they progress the ball. So, yeah, yeah. I, thought, I thought the structure was really, really good. Absolutely. The crowd here in the stands, Chloe, loved VAR in this moment. VAR was the hero. Well, moments later, when the Matildas thought they had their second goal, all of a sudden VAR back in the basket. Yeah, we, look, it's a love-hate relationship I have with VAR. <laughs> but, um, look, we have to watch this very, very closely because we couldn't see what was offside about Ellie Carpenter's position. But if you look closely, it might be the back of her heel that stops um, this goal being allowed. But if we were to think about it, if this went in, that's 5-0 against Canada. So it's a tremendous job. Credit to the girls for being extremely cl clinical. And, yeah, look, it is a hair. A hair. Oh. <laughs> a shoelace. A shoelace in it. A thread. Schwarzer is on the sideline. Amy Chapman was calling this game for us. Schwartzy Chappy, what a performance it was. As far as Matilda's results go down in history, where do you rate this one? Oh, it was absolutely amazing. I mean, it was absolutely amazing being here in the stadium. I don't think I've ever jumped up with as much joy as I did today. We're all completely engrossed in it. You were calling the game. I saw you jumping up and carrying. You should be working calling this game instead of jumping around like you were. I know, I, I'm still shaking down here. It's pitch side. The atmosphere was incredible. I've never been so proud of a team under so much pressure to come out and perform against one of the biggest teams in the world. I'm just... I'm full of emotion right now. I'm just just loved that game, loved the performance, um, and what a moment for the Aussies. That was a performance, wasn't it, that everybody was been waiting for. You know, we've seen them perform in the past. They delivered, and it's often the Matildas do deliver when the, they're at their backs to the wall. Today was something a bit more special. Yeah, absolutely. It seemed like they really were ready for this. They seemed confident when they came out, even their aura. I love the kits. I feel like they're going to want to stay in that kit now that they've performed so well. Canada, they just crumbled under the pressure, and... Of course, this crowd, this atmosphere, the, the the Home World Cup has really helped the Matildas on, and they were just loving on the crowd in the end. I mean, we talk about the stadium, and it is the smallest venue that Matildas have played in so far. However, 
I think it was the like it was up there with the best in terms of the atmosphere, the tightness, and you're right, Canada never got going. And that was because the Matildas were so good. I think it helps when they give you goals. The Matildas, they were constantly attacking. Caitlin Ford, that moving her out to the wing made an enormous difference. I think she was superb tonight, and you can see what you lose when you bring her in centrally. So she was sensational. Hayley Rasso, what a night out for her. So the crowd got what they came for tonight, and... Um, we're all over the moon for them. I think she listened to what I said pre-match, <laughs> that I wanted more from her and that she's more than capable of doing so. And she was absolutely exceptional. She was absolutely brilliant. And I got a chance to speak to her after the game as well. And she was beaming. We will have that interview in just a moment's time. Shorty Chappie, thank you so much. They're right. Hayley Rasso, immense. But Caitlin Ford with the freedom to roam on that left edge. That's the creative player we know and love what she's best at you know like let, let her do what she's good at and I thought um, tonight she was exceptional you can see that club link as well with with Steph Catley I thought the left side was amazing so you know unleash her as Chloe would say and let her do her thing let's have a look at the second goal because Hayley Rasso made it a brace it came moments after that disallowed goal and it was from the set piece show where we know Australia is so dangerous yeah, look, I mean, um, it was a great delivery. I mean, it always starts from there, doesn't it? If the delivery is good, then obviously the, 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 the defensive shape of the other team is, is a little bit more, uh, I suppose, uh, in, in, has a little bit of problem. But uh, what a ball caused a lot of confusion and, uh, and Hayley was there to pop it away, which is, which is uh, all joy. So she scored her first Women's World Cup goal tonight. She made it a brace afterwards. And we took a 2-0 lead into halftime for this Australian side. Mark Schwarzer caught up with Hayley Rasso just a few moments ago. Hayley, congratulations. I mean, how good is it to score in front of this crowd to win this game tonight? Uh, absolutely amazing. We knew we had to give it everything tonight. And we left it all out there. And, yeah, to get the goals just topped it all off for me. How proud are you with the performance in terms of the magnitude of the game? and you delivered on this occasion. Yeah, hugely proud. Um, the girls put in a shift tonight. Everybody fought for each other. You could see that out there. Like I said, nobody left anything there. So, um, yeah, we're, we're super happy. And for you personally, you scored two goals tonight um, in front of this amazing crowd. How do you feel? Yeah, ecstatic. Um, I can't really describe the crowd. They lifted us tonight um, to score in front of my family, in front of this amazing crowd. It's so, so special. Was it one of the best performances you've ever experienced with the Matildas? I think so. Uh, we knew we had to win. Our backs were against the wall. Um, we showed that never say die attitude and we're absolutely delighted. And how big is the self-belief in this squad? Yeah, huge. Huge. Like I said, never say die. We know we need to fight. Um, tonight was such a big game and I think we showed everybody what we can do. And how quickly things turn around. You finished top of the group with an unbelievable performance against the current Olympic champions. Yeah, um, extremely pleased with that. Um, we have to turn around quick, pretty quickly and focus on the next game. So we'll enjoy tonight and then we'll do that. I wish you all the very best. Well done. Thank you very much. So it was 2-0 at halftime after the Hayley Rasso bra uh, brace. But after the break, Chloe, they did not sit on their laurels. There was no resting. They continued to attack. And Mary Fowler back in the starting side had a big impact. Look, I'm so happy they didn't take their foot off of the pedal. And I think Mary did a phenomenal job in the nine. And at the start, it was kind of Mary and Emily um, swapping those roles, acting as two nines. But Mary is doing what Mary does best. And, you know, it was almost like, a, oh, did it go in? Did it not go in? But look, her finishing and her technical ability to keep calm in those moments are amazing. Schwartzy, what did you make of that positioning of Mary Fowler and Emily Van Egmont tonight? At times it felt like we were playing with a front four and I was loving it. 
Well, yeah, absolutely. And I think um, I, I was talking to, to Amy about this before we actually went on there about the fact that I actually was really impressed with Emily Van Egmont again. I just think she does the simple things really well. And she and, and I think she's one of those people, if you, unless you really, really watch her, you don't understand or don't get what she does to this team and how much she brings to this team. Yeah, she's got so much composure on the ball and so does Mary Fowler. So those two players, they bring in, they're, they're so comfortable playing in those small spaces and drown that central passage, which again allows the likes of Rasso and Caitlin Ford to have much more space to work in. It's about that combination, isn't it? It's mm. finding the right balance. Caitlin Ford on the left, Hayley Rasso on the right. I don't think it's a coincidence we saw the best out of Hayley Rasso on the right either because of that combination with Mary Fowler up top. Emily Van Avon behind and obviously Caitlin Ford on the left. Exactly. And we spoke about this before. This is the first game that the Australians didn't have the majority of possession and I think they really thrive on the counter because they have so much pace. Claire Hunt as well, absolutely phenomenal today. What a seamless transition to international football, to World Cup football. Got some real stars on her hands here. We also have to mention Mackenzie Arnold. Ooh, yeah. She pulled off two fantastic saves. It was the, the one with the feet was at a was at a at a moment where you know things could have gained a bit of momentum for Canada, but she delivered today. There were question marks over last performance against Nigeria, especially the third goal. Tonight, she was exceptional. Goalkeepers, always Absolutely. thinking about goalkeepers here, but Mackenzie Arnold didn't have to do a lot, but when she did step up, she stepped up perfectly. It was a good game. Yeah, absolutely delighted for the Matildas. And I, look, I, I think we can go through the whole team individually. That's how good they were. Schwartzy, Chappie, thank you so much. We're going to leave you guys to do that, go through 1 to 11 and rate them all. But it was a brilliant <laughs> performance. And Schwartzy is right. Mackenzie Arnold with a couple of key saves. She's a confidence-based player, T, and that would have been big for her confidence. And she stood up when it's when it's counted. I think that's, that's what you want from your goalkeeper. You know, she didn't have a lot to do, but when she was called upon... She did it, and she did it really, really well. Um, shut the door and, yeah, kept another clean sheet. We've still got another goal to celebrate. Let's do that now, will we, Chloe? Talk me through the penalty shout to begin with before Steph Catley once again steps up to the spot. Look, I'm so happy that Steph stepped up again, but, look, it's just it's just a step on the foot for Minnie, and her whole foot was inside um, the penalty spot, and the play actually went on, and it was then called back for a PK. Same setup as we did before. Minnie went up onto the penalty spot to kind of distract all of the things that were going on, all of the nonsense that was said to the referee. Um, and then Steph was cool, calm and collected and slotted that into the goal like she does always. And I want this moment for her because she definitely deserves it. Her game tonight was phenomenal. All Everything positive came down the left-hand side and she deserves everything. Yeah, I agree with that. I think she was absolutely outstanding all night and that's just the icing on the cake for her. And the plaudits, you know, she should get all the plaudits because everything good came down that side and you know, she, she really stepped up for the team tonight. We've talked about that left-back and right-back role over the last 10 days or so, Joe. Two of the best footballers in world football and Steph Catley and Ellie Carpenter. Tonight, we saw them at their best. We saw them given the freedom to play the kind of football we know they're capable of. Yeah, look, I, I think um, this sort of setup defensively suits them, um, especially because they're closer. They're closer to the, to the play. Um, but also when they do break, they do overload and, and have space to work behind. When it gets long, it's difficult for them because the timing's a little bit different. But when they're closer and they're able to get, uh, to get beyond the ball quicker, they're the best. They're the best, you know. And we got to witness that firsthand here at Melbourne Rectangular Stadium tonight. Brianna Holden was watching on from Tumbalong Park in Sydney Bree. I bet the Atmos was epic there as well. <laughs> Neve, I am here with three and a half thousand of my closest Australian fans absolutely loving that Matildas win. 
What a night for Australia. It is phenomenal. I mean, what a night. The Matildas, who would have thought it? 4-0 against Canada, Olympic champions. We knew they had it in them and they did it. They brought it home. Go Matildas, phenomenal role models. Women's soccer, World Cup. You heard it here, first tonight. Let's go all the way. 4-0 without Sam Kerr, could you ever have imagined that? Well, she gets 3-0 at the beginning, so I had an expectation, but you brought, we're so proud, brilliant work. Yeah. Bring on the round of 16, Neve. Four goals, as you say, Brie, without Sam Kerr. And T, that victory gives the Matildas a whole week, another seven days recovery time for Sam, but also for the likes of Tamika Yallop, Ivy Lewick, Kaya Simon. Best possible case scenario, really, um, finishing top of the group. A, a fairly long period in tournament football to now build towards the next game and recovery for those that have all played sort of 90 plus minutes, time for the injured players to sort of rehab and come back in and hopefully nice and fresh in the mind and ready to go again. What about from a Canada perspective, Joe? This is a hugely disappointing result today, but also World Cup performance for the Olympic champs to go out at the group stage and really look quite rattled tonight. Look, if you look at all three games, they haven't really, you know, been that, that effective. They've just sort of, yeah, okay, they've been okay. They've, they have a lot of the ball, nice rotations. They look like, you know, they're, 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 they're going to do something. But there's not really that, that next X factor. There's, there's not that next gear. And uh, I just felt tonight that they really, yeah, they just didn't really get into any any sort of next gear. It was all sort of very sort of slow and, and momentous. They didn't have any answers tonight, the Olympic champs. Let's hear what their boss, Bev Priestman, had to say at full time. Bev, I can see how disappointed you guys are following this, this defeat to the hosts. What's going through everybody's mind right now? Yeah, I mean, reality is setting in that this is the end of our World Cup road, but all credit to Australia. I mean... They were the better team tonight, a magnificent crowd. And I think, you know, I got no criticism of my players. I think on the night, football's cruel. It was cruel, it wasn't our night, and, th and that's it. We saw how Australia came out so strong and just really made it hard for you to create chances. What was so difficult for your team in this match to, to get that second win that you've had before? Yeah, I think an, an early goal, you know, that rocks you. And I just think, you know, I said them half time, the belief, I believe in you. I've never stopped believing in you. So I think there's a little bit of that. I think, you know, this team, it's, we're not used to this level of pressure. And so, yeah, it was difficult, but I think, you know, we'll bounce back. These are the moments that make you as a person, as a player, and we have to bounce back. I mean, it's going to be difficult, but we have to bounce back. When you think of some of the veterans on this team, Sophie Schmitz announcing her retirement following this match. You know, she said it was the last time she'd ever be play a match with Christine Sinclair. What can you say about the legacy and what they've given this program? Yeah, to be honest, I haven't processed that. I didn't turn up thinking this could be their, you know, last game. But I think what they've done for this country, what they've done in this tournament for their country, um, they're absolute legends. You know, the, the reason a young Olivia Smith is there is because they inspired them. So, yeah, absolute legends. And you saw so many young players enter this match and players who are making their debut. What What is the future of Canada's program look like? Yeah, listen, the future is bright. It doesn't feel it right now. It's difficult, but absolutely it's bright. I mean, there's players in this team who didn't get in yet. It was going to be a long tournament, but football's cruel. Sometimes it hurts, and sometimes these moments are what make you. When you reflect on this tournament as a whole, the three matches, 
what, what, you know, caused you to lose some sleep moving forward? Belief. I think, I think the belief, I think, you know, that there's only so much times you can say, take risks, belief. I think the team have to believe. I think they're committed, they're the most hard-working group, they're the most together group. We just, at times, need more belief. And I think once we realise that, this moment can make this team. Because in a year's time, we've got an Olympic Games. Thank you, Bev. Thank you. Bev Priestman, super magnanimous in defeat there, paying testament to the Matildas and what this does for football in Australia, despite the fact that her side is out of the World Cup now. Really brilliant to see from Bev. She is such a classy operator. Looking back at the Aussies then T in the lead up to what is going to be an epic round of 16 clash next Monday night. You can see it here on Optus Sport. Have they got this kind of performance, this level, two games in a row? You'd hope so. Um, you know, this is the standard now and at the end of the day, this is what it's going to take to move forward. I think Chappie nailed it in terms of the style that they played tonight, um, being patient and compact and then looking to counter. Um, you know, they're going to have to really make sure that they rest, recover and then look to uh, go again. And we've seen in this tournament how hard it is to back up performances. Um, you know, when you have a, a good one, the consistency is, is difficult. So that's going to be the next challenge. We've heard TG talk a lot in the lead up to the tournament about 23 in 23. I think if we look at the substitutions used again today, Joe, it really looks like there's 12 or 13 players here that he is really going to rely on to go deep into this tournament. Yeah, look, we all uh, we all look at the game differently, but uh, there's an opportunity to probably, you know, recover some players at 3-0 or maybe give some minutes to some players who probably need a little bit of confidence. Um, you know, we all see it in different ways. I, uh, I think that there was an opportunity to really probably maybe give a little bit of a rotation to the team and, 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 and try a few things and even get some players on just for their confidence. This was a huge win in Matilda's history, Chloe. We felt the nerves, the anxiety in the pre-game and the euphoria afterwards. Where does this rate for you? Look, it's, it's got to be up there with one of the best moments and in our history so far. And, and this is just the beginning. So um, we've made it to the round of 16 before and, and we need to get past this hurdle. We've done it three times before and if... This is what we're defining as one of the best moments in football. The next game is, and if we're successful, that's what's going to make history. Chloe, Joe, Tanya, thank you so much for your company tonight. It was such a joy to experience that with you guys. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much for your company at home as well. What a night it has been at Melbourne Rectangular Stadium. An historic one for the Matildas. 4-0 victors over Canada to clinch a spot in the round of 16. Knockout football is next. Will we see that player, Sam Kerr, out in the middle? They did it without her today. Four goals past the Olympic champs. We'll have a wrap of the rest of the day's action with Kelly Summers and the team back in the studio right after this break, right here on Optus Sport. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Those players have just inspired a nation. What a remarkable victory that does mean we will see the Matildas playing knockout football next week in Sydney. Cannot wait for that one. Welcome back to the Optus Sports Studio. We hope you've enjoyed a remarkable and historic night for the Matildas. I've enjoyed it as an adopted Aussie and I know the person sitting next to me enjoyed it even more. Former Matilda Ash Sykes, 
you can breathe now, just about. I know you've been so nervous all day. How do you even begin to sum that one up? Just take a deep breath and uh, reflect. It was such an amazing performance. They were under pressure. You know what they say, pressure makes diamonds. <laughs> and tonight we got a few diamonds coming out. Yeah, fantastic. So many diamonds. We could sit here and dissect it all. But of course, it has been another brilliant day, hasn't it? Not just the Matildas putting in big performances. And if we take a look at the games that did take place in Group C, we saw that group wrap up and there was a huge win for Japan against Spain. 4-0 victors over the Spanish. At this point, this was the top two facing off, Ash. This wasn't two nations with contrasting fortunes so far. Spain themselves hadn't conceded a goal until this point. No, we thought it would be a much closer contest, and but it was really like a tactical sort of master masterclass and dismantling by Japan of this Spanish team. There was fantastic individual performance. Miyazawa worked her butt off up and down that side for the first half. And then again, we had Tanaka come on with this fantastic shot, just shifts it out of her feet and then a snap back shot into the top corner. Great performance by Japan. Yeah, Jess McDonald was pretty scathing of the Spanish side yeah. of things in that one. Not ideal to lose that much momentum when they are going into the knockout stages. No, and they did try and keep a fairly consistent team heading into this game. Um, I think Japan showed how you can beat Spain. Spain liked to have the ball, but they spread themselves out. Their rest defence wasn't good enough, and, and Japan took advantage of that. So teams looking ahead, playing against Spain, there's your blueprint. OK, well, the other game in this group was between two teams who were already eliminated from the competition, Costa Rica and Zambia. But Zambia did get their first win at the World Cup, but it was off to a historic start. Mwemba making history, first ever goal for Zambia at the World Cup. It's a great goal too, around the corner, off the corner, uh, around the corner, off the corner. Then we get a penalty with Barbara Banda stepping up. She gets her moment to shine and get her World Cup goal. Um, it's just incredibly exciting for Zambia to get this win against Costa Rica. They came and they had a disappointing first couple of games, but they really made up for it and they get to go home on a high. Yeah, Costa Rica, they're making it interesting with a goal inside two minutes of the second half, courtesy of Herrera. But it was Zambia who got the third late on in that one to seal another historic night, going home with plenty of pride despite exiting the competition at the group stages. And talking of the group, this is how Group C finished. Japan and Spain both going through. But look at that, Japan with a goal difference of plus 11. A flawless start to their Women's World Cup campaign. But Zambia did get their first three points. Costa Rica exiting without any points. Our attention is now on tomorrow as we see the final group games in Group E. One of those games seems the USA take on Portugal in Auckland with the USA able to secure progression with a win or a draw. Now, Portugal could also go through with a draw, but they would also need the Netherlands to lose. This game will be on Optus Sport 1 for you. Now, Ash, with the USA, they got that really interesting draw against the Netherlands last week. It was a brilliant game for us neutrals. But did we see in that match perhaps that the USA, reigning champions of course, can be got at? I think so. I think they're not as strong as what they perhaps have been in the last couple of tournaments. They've got a few new faces in there. But we also saw Lindsay Horan get mad and get even. <laughs> I loved seeing that moment and she dragged them out of trouble against the Netherlands. I think they'd be hoping for another sort of um, not statement, but solid 
performance tomorrow against Portugal. And it is also important to mention that the Netherlands might have had the better of the early stages of that game. They got stronger USA as they went on, didn't they? That, they took a bit to get into their groove, didn't they? But they, they got there in the end. And, you know, I thought Julia Ertz at centre-back was a great move for them as well. She, she kept things solid at the back. She moved the ball around. And we also got a chance to see Rose Lavelle get 45 minutes off the bench at half-time. So hopefully her minutes get bumped up again this time around. And it wasn't a bad 45 minutes either not, from her, was it? Not too shabby. <laughs> and now Portugal did beat Vietnam in their last game. That was their first World Cup win. Yep. How big a test is this for them? Because they can still qualify. They can still qualify. They've got a lot to fight for. And they only also only lost to the Netherlands 1-0. So they're... They shouldn't be written off as light. I think that um, the US will have to be at their best if they want to beat them. Portugal will make themselves very hard to beat. OK, the other game taking place, which will be on Optus Sport 2 for you, is Vietnam versus the Netherlands. The Netherlands can take top spot from the USA. They just need to avoid defeat to qualify, but they will have one eye on that USA game to see if they could take first. Vietnam already eliminated, but looking for their first points of the tournament. How do you see this one going? I think the Netherlands are probably going to start looking at goal difference, really. You know, it could get into that territory to see who's going to get top of the group. Um, it, yeah, the, Vietnam have put up quite a fight this tournament. There was the thought beforehand that they could be the Thailand of this tournament. So far, they've been very strong. They've put a lot, a lot of numbers deep and make themselves hard to break down and then try catch teams on the counter. We'll see how they go tomorrow against this informed Netherlands team. A really tough group for Vietnam, but as you said, they've been perhaps surprised a few people. Yeah, they definitely have. They've been quite strong. They play together really well as a unit, which is always hard to, you know, break down. You get a lot of bodies in the box. It means shots are hard to come by, headers are hard to come by. But the Netherlands have a lot of quality. I've really loved seeing Danielle Vanderdonk. Um, she terrorised the US <laughs> team last game. Um, I can't wait to see what she's got in store for us tomorrow. Again, Group D takes centre stage tomorrow. It will be China versus England on Optus Sport 1 from 8pm. England looking to top the group and secure progression. They need just a point to ensure they make it to the round of 16. Now, Ash, England have got the two wins so far, but this group has been incredibly tight. The European champions only winning both their games by a goal to nil. It has been very tight. It's been, it's been really intriguing to watch. Not as many goals as the other groups, but still very entertaining and really high-quality football. England have looked solid in each of their games, I thought. You know, even though it's only been by 1-0, it's been fairly convincing performances. And we saw that goal by Lauren James. She makes it look easy, doesn't she? Just <laughs> very, very casual, of course. A highlight of the game was watching that Lauren James goal, but they're going to be without Kira Walsh tomorrow. That's a big hole to fill in midfield. It is a big hole. And just another one of the to add to the injury list for England. So we've talked about injuries for some of the other teams, but England, they've got their own troubles. They've managed to overcome them so far. I particularly liked last game, uh, Rachel Daly moving back to left back. I thought that really solidified their defence and their build-up play. And hopefully, I think they can overcome the Kira Walsh injury, even though it is a massive out for every team. Like so many of these groups at the World Cup, it has gone down to the final day. Mm. This group's incredibly tight as well. China can still qualify. So this isn't all about England at all. Not all about England, that's for sure. I think China and Denmark are really pushing everyone all the way. And Haiti even as well. You know, they've only lost by one goal each time. It, it is a really competitive group like we've seen. And of course, 
you know, second place in this group is the team that's going to play the <laughs> Matildas. So we'll be watching pretty carefully. Yes, definitely. Now, the game on Optus Sport 2 will be the other game between Haiti and Denmark. Haiti on their tournament debut, still yet to get a point. But as we talked about this group being tight, they have been really impressive and pushed both of the teams they've already played all the way. That's right, yeah, and they even had some good chances against England in their last game as well. They're, they're, it's another one of those teams that are making themselves incredibly difficult to beat, a bit like Vietnam in the, in, um, the US's group. Haiti are hard to beat and they make themselves dangerous on the counter-attack. It is very pragmatic football and it's probably the tactic that's most likely to get them a result. I think Denmark will be looking to get the win tomorrow and try and, you know, get through to the next round, of course. And Denmark, we know they've got the stars. We saw them grow into the game against England. They will want to qualify. They're still going for top spot with England as well. 100% they are. They don't want to come up against tough, tough teams in like Australia in the round of 16. <laughs> no, Denmark, they've got their own stars. Penilla Harder, she's been great to watch um, in a major tournament. Um, and it'll be good to see, you know, who comes out on top of this group tomorrow. Yeah, well, all to play for then in Group D. And as Ash said, the winner, of, the runner-up in that group, sorry, will face the Matildas in Sydney on Monday. Let's take a look at the full picture then tomorrow. It all kicks off on Optus Sport from 4pm. Remember, each of these final group games gets underway at the same time, so we're going to have viewing options for you on Optus Sport 1 and Optus Sport 2, depending on which games you want to watch. Portugal, USA, Vietnam and the Netherlands, those games start from 4pm on Optus Sport 1 and two. Then I get the feeling there's going to be a lot of Matildas fans watching what happens in Group D. China versus England is your option on Optus Sport 1. Haiti versus Denmark from Optus Sport 2. So don't miss any of those games. And it's that time in the show, Ash. I'm going to put you on the spot. It is time for your Hyundai bold, bold prediction. Not bold. 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 I've been really hitting the nail on the head with these ones, so look out, everyone. I think um, the US is only going to have a tight game against Portugal, a 1-0 win, and that and the Netherlands are going to get a few goals against Vietnam. Netherlands to top the group in Group E. Netherlands to top the group. You're not known for your bold predictions. You're also not known for your accurate predictions, I've got to be honest. <laughs> but what, what makes you think that? I just think that they're going to go out. They've been playing very good football. I think they're going to go out and they're going to aim for this. And, I mean, Portugal's very difficult to beat. Like I mentioned earlier, the US haven't quite been hitting their straps. That means even if both teams get a win, it's going to go down to goal difference. The Netherlands might come out on top. Excited to see what happens in Group D for the Matildas? I'm excited to see. Um, are you feeling... The main question is, are you feeling nervous no, about no, this England team at all? At all. Okay. And on that note, we're going to wrap this show up. Ash, thank you. It's been a long day, but it's been a brilliant day watching the Matildas win. Thank you to everyone who has viewed all of our games on Optusport 1 and 2. Same again tomorrow. We have lots more Women's World Cup football coming for you. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye. 